Over the weekend, police responded in London to two more terror attacks. Meanwhile, President Trump sent out his condolences, plus some blasts against the way things are run these days. And CNN host Reza Aslan, who is barely a host, sent out some profanity-laced judgments of President Trump in the meanwhile. And the Ariana Grande One Love Manchester concert for benefit of the attack from two weeks ago went on as planned and went on for us in the States to watch on television. Those and more stories for a long wrap-up for the weekend, going all the way back to Friday to this morning. This is the Daily Recap for today. Today happens to be the 6th of June, 2017. Welcome to the podcast. My name is Jay Cleveland Payne. I'm the moderator at thisistheconversation.com and on our social media feeds where we have what we believe are the best topics to talk with the best people. That's all of you and all the things going on around the world. We do our best to make sure that we're not stuck on the breaking news stories that we, well, they stay breaking news for about a week or so. We try to go over the gamut of all the great things going on in the world and some of the not so great things and make sure you get a chance to respond to it with us in our forums. And we're glad that you are a part of the ride. We are also glad to do a couple things at our main website, thisisaconversation.com. Number one, we have to keep things going. We've got to pay the bills. So we have partnered with some great sponsors. So check out the website and see if one of our sponsors has a need for how or you have a need for one of our sponsors. They have a tool. They have a service. They have the right thing for you right now to take care of something great or just give you some great relaxation. Some of those are just really cool things like coffee. We offer great coffee. We also have what's called the Conversation Survey Panel. That's an insider panel, if you will, where it's essentially a listing for people who want more depth, detailed chances to get into the conversation. We send them surveys, some of them paid, some of them more info surveys. And if you get into the survey panel, which is basically you fill out a form and let us know what you want to talk about, if we send you a survey, we'll send you payment directly through PayPal through your email address. It's very simple. Go to thisistheconversation.com slash survey panel, and we can help make that happen. Now, let's get into the long list of things for the weekend. Now, I want to start off with a caveat, and our very first message that we had uh, last week is an odd one because when I discussed it in bits and pieces over the weekend, um, it kind of got moved over in some of the things. Twitter had an issue over the weekend and still sort of having some issues where the responses, the replies, the impressions, and, and all those games weren't coming through for all the the stats. So for most of Saturday, it seemed like I had absolutely no response to anything. And in fact, this first uh, message on Jason Whitlock had no responses up until Sunday morning when it was the largest thing in the in the in the key at the moment. So uh, we'll have to go back and we'll probably talk more about Jason Whitlock as opposed to not much about Jason Whitlock, which I said in a weekend wrap up. But we're going to talk about Jason Whitlock again because I now I have some numbers and he slid back into the rotation. Now, uh, happening on Wednesday, and this thing uh, kind of or happened on Tuesday, essentially where LeBron James had his dealings with the racial slurs painted on his house in L.A. Over a couple days from there, Jason Whitlock came on to be a commentator in various sports venues, saying that LeBron James doesn't deal with real racism because LeBron James is not a poor person and poor people can't get out of the situations they're in. Of course, like I said, it had zero responses from what I could tell for the couple days it was kind of living there. And then yesterday... Bam, it became the biggest thing, uh, minus another thing we'll talk about in a bit. But Jason Whitlock saying LeBron James doesn't deal with real racism back in key again because it came up with a pretty big batch of conversations. A lot of people really got into that one. Meanwhile, Warriors K 
Cavaliers. Game one happened on Wednesday, and there's going to be a lot of breaks in this thing, but game one happened on Wednesday, and the Warriors took the first game of the series in uh, Oakland, which means no taco stolen from by LeBron James and his crew in Cleveland. If a game is stolen by a away team in a home field, then home court, you'd say, in the fields of football, then Taco Bell gives everyone a taco. We also know that last night that didn't happen again, but we'll get to that in a second. Uh, but right now, game one happened, and the Warriors take first blood in the best of seven series. Ananya Ananya Vignier is the first solo national champion for the spelling bee in four years. It's been four years since we've not had to go to a spell off and then just kind of exhaust the word, the word bank for the spelling bee. So. The Nerd Super Bowl is over this year, and with all the fanfare, if you just saw the, the pictures, uh, when the girl won the spelling bee, she spelled the word, one kid uh, missed the word, she spelled the right word next, and then all of a sudden there's confetti, there's things going on, and she's just kind of standing there like, okay, what happens next? Then, of course, her family comes out and mugs her and, and all kind of crazy stuff. She just didn't know how to deal with this. So it's pretty, it was pretty interesting. I always love this thing. We, it's called the Nerd Bowl because, you know, nerds doing spelling shouldn't call them nerds, but uh, the spelling bee is over, and Ananya Vignier is the first solo champion in four years for the spelling bee. Ariana Grande's One Love Benefit concert for Manchester was announced early in the latter part of the week. That made no sense. Uh, that it would be on American television on the Freeform channel. So people got a chance to see the concert, which was yesterday afternoon, in theory, here in the United States, uh, and got a chance to see all sorts of great things, including uh, some touching moments, uh, some great performances. Coldplay, Miley Cyrus included in the big lineup for this great concert. So everybody had a great time and raised a little extra money for people and shown the people, shows people in, in Manchester that they do survive, they will go on, and I'm sure the folks in London will do the same. We'll talk about them in just a bit. Uh, the toxicology report for Chris Cornell's um, d- death came out saying that drugs did not cause the singer's death. Now, there has been some talk that the drugs that he was on, prescription drugs that Chris Cornell was on, may have caused some issues and may have been the reason behind his death, but still being listed as a suicide and still saying drugs are not the cause of this one. Ennis Cantor released a statement following his father's arrest in Turkey. Now, NBA's Ennis Cantor, who plays for the Oklahoma City Thunder, uh, is originally from Turkey, and he has spoken out about some issues going on in that nation. Recently, he was stuck overseas and, and had his passport canceled uh, while he was trying to get back to the States uh, because of some of the things he said and was literally stuck in the airport. That movie about Tom Hanks with the guy who has to stay in the airport because he can't go anywhere, he lived that life for about a couple hours till he was able to get some dealings with some embassy people. Now, it also helps that he's an NBA star, so that is part of the deal. But we did hear that his father was arrested and his family being harassed back in Turkey because of Ennis Cantor being outspoken about some of the things not going right in his nation. We had a lot of NBA things that popped up uh, late on Friday into Saturday, including Chris Bosh. His illness, he has illness with blood clots that, that he's been dealing with for a couple of years, which has sidelined him in the middle of the last two NBA basketball seasons. In fact, he didn't get a, a start off basically in the last season. Has been called career ending. So, Chris Bosch has to quit basketball for a career, at least for in the NBA, for anyone who really cares about the safety of players, because he has issues with blood clots. And blood clots can just form and then just fire off into his lungs. Uh, and then that, of course, is a pretty bad thing. So we are dealing, li- li- looking for the next steps for Chris Bosch 
Seems like a great guy. Seems like a person who has a head on straight, although he just really wants to play some basketball for a few more years. We'll see how well he gets a chance to move on to his next life, or if he chooses not to. Former administrators at Penn State are getting jail time for the Jerry Sandusky case. This is going all the way to the top. Some former administrators who were uh, working at the time where Jerry Sandusky was unfortunately doing what he was doing and let all the goings-on slide uh, are going to see some jail time, including former presidents and higher-up administrators for the university. Uh, At this point, this thing has gone long past where we really should be even dealing with it. Uh, but is an issue that continues to be talked about in this instance in particular and should be talked about because similar events could happen at any time, at any place. You never really know, just as this thing went down. But uh, the, um, the safety of young children uh, and keeping an eye on dirty old men, for lack of a better word, is something we should all be inclined to do. If you use the program One Login for pa- password management, you might be a bit troubled by this news. Hackers cracked the code for the centralized password manager one login early last week. The information was released by the company later in the week last week. Uh, but there was some security breach, and the hackers were able to get into the centralized password manager one login over the week. Uh, they were able to, being one login, able to kind of squelch any issue and restart everything back to where it should be. What more security we hope, but... This also uh, strikes a blow against people who use password managers like one login in there as a safety feature uh, because, as we know, you never really know who's out there doing what and how bad it can do and slips into things. Of course, we have uh, the big Bitcoin thing from a few weeks ago, that ransomware that went all over the place. So be very careful with your passwords and whatever password manager you're actually using. An outbreak of hepatitis A in frozen tuna for consumers in Texas and Oklahoma and California is causing a recall and a study on where it's going through. Now, if you're in those states, you've probably seen this information by now because this came out on Friday when we talked about this, Friday and Saturday. So you've probably seen a message about the recall for this. The outbreak was found in the facility that processes the tuna, so... And they they track back to the batches where they were found, and those batches went to regional areas, regional shopping centers in Texas, California, and Oklahoma. So if you've seen that recall, please take it very, very seriously. A free solo climber named Alex Holon conquered El Capitan uh, without a rope or safety gear. Now, this is one of the most... uh, most difficult uh, free climbing mountains uh, to do. It's basically a big old rock out in the middle of the desert, and he was able to climb it uh, without any gear, just the whole thing from top to bottom. Congratulations for making it. I'm not sure how he got down, and trust me, I'm not trying to follow him up that route either. Saturday early, we started hearing news here in the States that went all night long and all day Sunday about police responding to multiple security incidents in London, specifically at London Bridge. What came down? A trio of people drove a van through London Bridge, on London Bridge, and rammed into people, killing uh, seven people in that incident, or killing people in the incident, and then going on to go on a spree where they stabbed several people as well at some restaurants. Now, police were able to actually killed them fairly quickly and they have they know their identities and they've not released them as of yet to the public you're still a little upset about us releasing information about the manchester thing a few weeks ago 
So this thing went down to a pretty quick ending, although it took a while for everyone to kind of calm down, calm the nerves from the whole issue. They were basically combing the place to make sure that everything was taken care of. But the three attackers drove the van into people on London Bridge, got out, then run through, through a district basically right, right outside the bridge. That's a very popular area for young people and party spots to, um, to strike more terror. They were kind of apprehended pretty quickly. Uh, London police responded with a lot more firepower than is normal for the police officers. Remember, they don't carry firearms in plain sight anywhere uh, for police officers. They only pull them out for special things, and this was obviously something special. And we'll learn more about this. This had this caused the prime minister to um, come out uh, late at night to have a meeting and respond to this. The mayor of the city of London to respond to this as well. And Donald Trump, oddly enough, where he sent out his first couple of tweets was a retweet of the link to a story put out by the Drudge Report, which was well before anything was confirmed what was exactly happening. So how true that was is, you know, your guess is as good as mine. Then he said, this is why we need a travel ban. And then somewhere along the lines, he decided to say, our thoughts and prayers are out to the people and we'll do what we can to fix this. We'll get more into that in just a moment. Meanwhile, also happening on Saturday, Marlins, Ed- Marlins Edison Volquez threw the first no-hitter of the season for Major League Baseball. Congratulations on that. Now back to Donald Trump. CNN host Reza Aslan, who you've probably never heard of because he has one of those one of those filler programs that has to do with spiritualism and religion around the world. I've yet to watch it. I've seen some of the um, the promos for it, and that's pretty much why I've yet to watch it. It doesn't seem very interesting at all. Apparently, he's a fairly big deal in the spiritualist world, and he put out a tweet where he called um, Trump a piece of blank. You can fill in the exposition, but you've probably seen it already, for just being who he is and embarrassing America. That, oddly enough, or maybe not so oddly enough, turned out to be the most responded-to message we had all weekend, of course, after Twitter started giving us the response numbers. It took us a while to actually see who was responding to it. So a CNN host who you've probably never heard of uh, got himself some fame yesterday. Uh, We will see whether or not that fame will continue on at CNN whether CNN will let him stick around for his show. I'm not sure what the ratings are for that. Or, just like Kathy Griffin a few weeks ago, uh, she got the quote-unquote axe figuratively after giving the the literal fake axe to uh, the bloody head of Donald Trump in some photo shoots. Former White White Sox broadcaster, going to get stuck in that White House thing, White Sox broadcaster Jimmy Pearsall died at the age of 87. He's very famous for, one, playing baseball in an eclectic way for almost 18 seasons, and two, being an eclectic uh, broadcaster for the Sox after a while. But the big thing he's known for is living with and living through his issues with bipolar conditions. And this is something that mostly got masked because he just seemed like he was a eclectic guy in the moment, his story made into both a book, which was turned later into a movie, but uh, for sports fans, especially Sox fans, they are mourning the death of Jimmy Pearsall at the age of 87. Michael Bloomberg proposed to pledge his own personal money, his personal wealth, to the U.N. after Trump pulls out of the Paris Accord. Now, this is something that Bloomberg apparently gets to do because, A, he's a billionaire, and, B, he's technically not in politics anymore. He can just kind of sit around and fix other people's problems a lot more efficiently than politicians can, which Donald Trump should have thought about before he ran for president. But after Donald Trump pulled the United States out of the Paris Accords, Donald, uh, 
Michael Bloomberg says that he is going to throw some his own money into the UN to deal with climate change. So if you're for that, thank you, Michael Bloomberg. If you're not for that, thank you, Michael Bloomberg, for showing us your true colors. A lawyer who ran a $550 million Social Security fraud scam cut off his monitoring bracelet and goes on the run. His lawyers are hoping that he comes to a census and reveals himself fairly soon. But late on Sunday, a lawyer who ran this scam, who was under house arrest and had his ankle bracelet uh, to keep him under wraps, cut the bracelet and is now on the lam. We'll hopefully find out more information about this guy pretty soon. Meanwhile, we got a lot of Trump to happen this weekend. Back to Trump. There were some planned protests on Sunday in Portland uh, for pro-Trump and anti-Trump factions. Now, a lot of this stemmed from the stabbing on the train two weeks ago in Portland and just kind of support for uh, just groups there. And anyway, there were some clashes, as there tend to be, nothing uh, pretty, nothing out of the ordinary, nothing, anything totally violent. But there were some clashes, some people arrested. There was a small-ish group of Trump supporters and a smallish group of of Trump, anti-Trump supporters specifically there, plus the protests that were showing um, peace and love and respect and, and honor for uh, the Muslims and the people in the stabbing. There's just a lot of there's these protests a lot in Portland. That's just what happens. And somewhere in the day, the Trump guys and the not-so-Trump guys got into a bit of a scuffle. And our first message of the day, which is basically the, from the last thing from last night, is the Warriors are once again finding a way to take out LeBron James's crew Although LeBron James got another triple-double, he's actually now tied with Magic Johnson's for the most triple-doubles in the playoffs. Unfortunately, right now his team is down 0-2 to the current nemesis, the Golden State Warriors. The rubber match at the moment looks like it's going to the dubs out of Golden State. We've got at least two more games to see how this thing plays out. Remember, it is best of seven. The next game, Game 3, scheduled for Wednesday. Game 4, I believe, is Friday, and Game 5 should be Sunday if that all works out. They stretch these things out for basketball for quite a bit of time. And those are the conversations we wrapped up for the weekend, starting on Friday and then going all the way to early this morning. So thank you so much for being a part of these conversations, and thank you for responding to them, even though we couldn't really tell in real time this weekend what was going on. You are the greatest folks to talk to, and you let us know what things are important, what things are not so important. So we do our best to respond to that by talking about the best conversations the best topics the best things that are out there make sure you keep up with the conversation in real time on twitter th underscore conversation on facebook it's this is the conversation and our website of course this is the conversation.com check out the website and join the conversation survey panel or just stop by and check out our sponsors see what they have going on and see if one of them can help you out take care of something great you need taken care of for more information on my other projects I have going on, check out my other website, one of my other websites, jclevenpain.net. And thank you once again for listening to the podcast, being a part of all of our conversation. Subscribe to the podcast, subscribe to our feeds, and make sure you are here tomorrow as we recap everything we talked about or would have talked about today, tomorrow, for our daily recap podcast from this is a conversation. Podcast.